Welcome back, beautiful people. Nice. This is uh, Community Christian Church. Wow. Wow. You got it right today. Yeah. Not this is, we are. We are. We are. Oh, yeah. And welcome back to the study of Romans. We've been here forever. <laughs> and we will be here forever. We'll be done soon. <laughs> I'm not Just how, how do you yeah. consider soon? Oh, <laughs> soon like the Lord. <laughs> soon, right? very soon. <laughs> Is that right? We probably have at least another three months before we get halfway. Jackie, if you can, I got a handle. Just let you guys know, we are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and the website. I'm out here. I don't know any what you just said. At any place. I don't know what he's talking about. Is that some kind of little like card or something put us on? No, that's a. No, it's not seeing it. Sneaky, sneaking in like that on the slide. No hugs, no love. That's okay. I'm feeling it. <laughs> but other other news. Um, good news. This next will be tomorrow. We'll be on episode six. Uh, that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday's a men's breakfast. Oh, yeah, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. So, if you're online, come on down. Get some free food. And if you hear the podcast before Saturday, <laughs> come on by. Yeah. It'll be, it'll probably be up in the morning. Who's in charge of it? This one? Oh, I take wonderful. I take it home and edit it. Yeah, it won't be done until next Saturday. I'm just kidding. I was making a joke. Is that out loud? But yeah, so remote access, I haven't had a problem getting them. Yeah, they've been pretty quick. Amen. Oh yeah. Then there's also bingo. Bingo. What? Is it bingo baked potatoes? Bingo baked potato. What's that mean? There's a women's thing also uh, in the afternoon, I believe. Bingo. 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 Women's bingo. Oh, so it is the bingo brunch. It's a bingo brunch. That's what they're advertising. But it's right. Or a bingo a lunch, table. whatever you want to call it. But yeah. It was six Oh, a baked potato bar. That's what it's called. Oh. That's good. I remember one of those at a wedding. See my date? <laughs> <laughs> so, she's like a happy end of day. So, what brunch did we have? Six. Wait, somebody's coming. It's Nicholas. Is it Nick? Nick at night? All right, Nick Jr. All right, so, uh, yeah, I was talking different directions. Yeah, I was just going to read. Where are we at? You guys should listen to the podcast. Romans 6 6. Be sick, huh? I'm saying other one. But we're going to review 1 through 14. It's only the mark of the human. Giving you the truth, no matter how bad it hurts. Amen. That's our that's our motto for the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I just want to get as many game. answers right today as I did on Tuesday. Uh, Hello, brother. Up to date with the podcast, don't use Google Podcasts because they take forever to go up on. <laughs> well, some people don't have a choice, but yeah. Trying to find Spotify, it goes up quick. So is, is that on a computer? I don't know. I don't know Spotify what Spotify is. Spotify can be on the computer. Uh, you can just type in Spotify. All of our stuff oh, really? It's an app for the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's it, a music app. 
We'll just get ads if you don't make an Jackie's account. Jackie's blood sugar oh. is high, and she isn't feeling you can well, listen so I'm going to stay at home for in. her. Can you please let Pastor Matt know? I sent him a text. It's a music camp, right? As well, say hello to our brothers and sisters. Tell them they'll be missed. Who's this? Orlando and Jackie. Oh, no so, we'll definitely uh, pray for you guys. Uh, Orlando and Jackie are what not going to be here. What does it say, enable? What does that mean? It means you already have it on your phone. You just need to enable it. Click enable. It means it's like active. Okay. Well, then it, it says update now. <laughs> then you hit update. So, so give it two hours and it'll be done. All right, so let's pray in okay. and get started. Please. Everyone ready? I've been ready. All right, here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful time. Uh, help us uh, come before you, Lord, humbly and uh, willing to learn, Lord. Help us uh, understand what you have in store and put it in our daily lives. Um, thank you for everything you do, Lord. Uh, you are amazing. Bless the study in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. heard a bubble guppy. Did you hear the bubble guppy? Let's do drums. Oh, I thought it was a bubble guppy. <laughs> Try to be careful with the... Stuff on the table because you'll hear it through the whole podcast. Oh, cool. Yes, it's, like, it's like very one, annoying. One of them, like five minutes long. Someone was doing what something on the table, oh, and it yeah. was like I couldn't even hear the podcast. I was like, oh man, this sucks. Let me take my phone really off the table. About it either, because it's like just in case it rings or something. Be best no, you're fine with those. I'm just saying, like, down <laughs> <laughs> or a hole through the. Uh, or like a probably a rubber pad would help or something. Just something that yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so we're gonna be in Romans five. I mean six. (laughs) We're going backwards again. (laughs) Jackie, uh, Jackie says hi, and Roger says hi. Hi everyone. And there's six people online, but I can't tell who they are because they have not identified themselves in chat. Sweetie, whoever you are. (laughs) Hello, those six people. (laughs) Hi, six people. I can guess another uh, one, probably four, Thea. Four I'll others. call her out. <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're going to read the first 14 verses out of 14, and then... Uh, what? 14 16, verses out of 14. I mean, out of six, sorry. <laughs> my, uh, my brain has gone dead today. I can tell. It's gone dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're online. They can hear you. This and even worse, those pick up if those don't. <laughs> There's two mics up there. All right, so here we go. So says, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ, um, into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we, t- we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in a resur- resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin now if we die with christ we believe that we will also live with him 
For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once and once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let do not let your sorry. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. Amen. Amen. Cool. So, we are in <laughs> justification? No, sanctification. Sanctification. Close. We just got past justification. Okay. We're now ready to be sanctified because we realized what? Oh, God, that was awesome, right? That's awesome. Oh, I'm trying to clean it up. It's nasty. We just told you, Jordan. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Judy. So, everyone remember uh, the question, shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Do you remember why? I mean, why? Because it's not right. And why is that? Because we're supposed to be living with the Lord. We're supposed to be living with God in us. There's the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Yeah, that works. Mm. All right, so you guys want to review the first six verses, or you guys want to just jump to six? Where's everyone at? Do you um, remember the first six verses? Yes, we were. Yes, we were going to review six on, but we were going to read one through fourteen. So you can pick it up wherever you like. All right, we'll just we'll just go through them real quick. Yeah. It goes along with it, and it kind of keeps building on top of it. So it says, so, first verse. Simple. What shall we say then? That's the first question. You realize there's two questions there, right? Mm-hmm. From that first question, what what do you think he's like asking? Are you going to keep sinning or not? No, that's the second question. <laughs> The first, the first question okay. is before that. The first question. Which shall we say? Yeah, after everything that we just put one together, through. one through five, all five chapters, right? He goes, "What shall we say then?" Right? We're From justified. all that information yeah, that we're justified, how should we be? How should we act? Oh. Why not? Spoiler. Go for it. No. I can give you the basic answer. Go for it. We like should. Christians. We should act sanctified. You gotta be more just more. I told you I can't be the basic. You can you can be more vague in your your answer. I told you I'd give you the basic one. It should be praise, right? Yeah. Like how great is our God, right? And worship and obedience, right? That's how it should all be. That's how from if we understand justification to its full extent, that's what we should get off of, right? Get out from it. You guys are quiet. We're all, I'm writing. We're all old. Are we all wearing that today? Yeah, we're with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> that day. We all are. It's one of those days. Yeah, it's one of those. It, it just got too hot outside. So, so, so knowing, 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 knowing that first question, right, and how we're supposed to act from 
what God showed us, right? We know that there's something better for us, mm-hmm. right? That there's a true purpose out there for us, not just, not just like, oh wow, thanks God, that was great, thanks for saving me, and then you go on and you know live the way you were living. You know, there's more to it, like the boat analogy. You know, go get something to eat. Don't just sit there with the ticket and wait two weeks. You know. You guys remember when we brought up Isaiah before God? Was that the last Bible study? That was a couple Bible studies. It was like uh, I think it was Isaiah six. I was on the phone that night. Isaiah six. Isaiah six. You remember? No, hang on. You brought that up. Would you finally get to Francis talking about it? No, I already was there. Uh, I was just, on, I just on fits four, perfectly six, with what Jordan you're trying to get at. Isaiah on four, six. It was Jacob, but yeah. No, you did. And then later, I later notes. I have to with you guys. I'm going to take notes. I'm going to take notes over here too because I don't want to pound the table. Don't pound that table. Don't pound that table. Okay. There you go. Not All right. Long. So, back so to it. what I was getting at. Wow, it's really loud over here now. That's, that's <laughs> that's a lot I want to move that that way. Go ahead. Um, but what I was getting at with it was when you read about Isaiah 6, he didn't just say, well, I'm going to be before God. Like, God's rectified me. God sanctified me. It doesn't matter. I'm a prophet before him. He didn't boast himself up. He didn't do any of that. Instead, he got down on his knees thinking he's going to die because he knew that his entire being wasn't right. That even though he was a prophet, even though he was chosen for these things, that he was still not worthy enough to actually be standing before the Lord and actually be looking upon his glory. And in doing so, he bowed down before his face thinking like crying out to the Lord pretty much asking him to forgive him that he's a man of unclean lips is what he says it's right there woe is me yep woe is me mm-hmm. I am ruined I am ruined exactly right there and that's I for I am a man of unclean lips and I live among people people of unclean lips, unclean yeah. lips. Yeah. and I bring that up because mm-hmm. when you go on reading into two it says by no means what what then um what do we see with Isaiah? He's like by no means. He wanted to um just sit there and just prostrate himself before the Lord because he knew that that's who he was, that he wasn't worthy enough to look upon him, let alone be in his glory. Right and now, so go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean something like No that. worries. And so when you think about that, that's the exact way we have to be. We have to know that, yeah, we're justified, but we want more. We have to strive for more. We have to sit there and we have to just put ourselves into that place of mindset where we just want to worship the Lord because he is so holy, but we aren't. Even though we're justified, even though we're sanctified, even though we're being sanctified, that only happens when you actually fully um, let the Lord change you. It means getting rid of anything that's holding you back. Anything that the Lord says. Why is everybody staring at me with this? Because because it hurts more to look this way farther. (laughs) (laughs) Because looking further this way hurts my neck a little bit. I'm just teasing. You look at me all you want. Because I had all the right answers on Tuesday, so I'm okay. (laughs) 
but that's that's just the mindset we gotta be in is just a mindset of worship and you'll hear about that one later in 12 around 12 it says verse 2 says by no means we are those who died to sin how can we live in it any longer like we just went through the whole process of how Jesus Christ died right to cover our sins right and now when we give our life to him we now die the same way right we let our old body go right mm-hmm. and there's a it, the I gotta I gotta go on more a little bit you want got something for two or no I gotta go a little bit more into it go forward keep going it says, or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death, right? You guys know what a baptism is? You guys know what it means? You, guys, you guys remember? <laughs> From remember Tuesday? what it means? Uh, you know, it's to be fully ahead, immersed. Ahead, yeah. It means don't your chicken nugget all the way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the way in? <laughs> You're talking about regular bapti- baptizing. Yeah, regular right? baptizing. Okay, right? because I was that way. Because this this, this baptizing, he's not talking mm-hmm. He's not talking about the, the water baptizing. Okay, he's talking what's about he the talking? baptizing of the, of the spirit. Spirit, spirit. Yes. Right? Yes. So yes. when you're fully immersed, like my chicken nugget in ranch sauce, where's my chicken nugget? I don't see it. It's just you don't covered see it. in ranch. It's all, yeah. Right? Yep. That's how you want to be. That's Christ. how you want to be with and Christ, Christ okay. right? You want to be fully immersed in you Christ. You don't want to see your old self. You just want to see the Holy Spirit covering you. I love Christ. You can bury me in the <laughs> <laughs> So we so, baptized in the Spirit. Yes. Yes. That's what a water, baptize, a water baptism shows. The inward change mm-hmm. outwardly. The outward confession of an inward conviction is the saying that we use, or that I've been told by Dad. It's meaning like what God did inside of you is what you're showing outside. You're telling everybody else exactly what happened inside of you. Outward expression of an inward confession. Oh, confession, not conviction, my bad. I thought you said confession. No, I said conviction. Oh, well. I said conviction. Make sure right, my so ears are open. Christ, Christ himself said that he was going to undergo a baptism that um, when, he, when, he, when he was talking about his death on the cross, his burial, his resurrection. And that's why, that's why we use the full submersion too because he fully gave his life and, and fully died and fully rose again. Mm-hmm. And so we use the same. That's Jesus. Jesus was baptized by John, but that was for us to follow him. But his, his true baptism was accepting our sins on the cross, dying for our sins and rising again. That was, that was what he describes his baptism as. Okay. And so when we do it, it's a... It's a, it's a Kill the dogs. It's the same thing, you guys. I, you can read scripture after scripture after scripture. I can take you 10 places right now where it talks about the first question he asked you guys. That's why I said I could What shall we say then? <clears throat> right? That we're supposed to be fully clothed in Christ Jesus because of what he did. We're, that's our baptism that he's talking about now, is being fully submerged in the Holy Spirit. Did you get it? No. Oh, I tried twice, too. Okay, absolutely. And a lot of people, I'm going to say this even though I don't want to, a lot of people believe that being fully submerged in the Holy Spirit or you know, having the Holy Spirit you know, is the different gifts people have. They can't hear you. 
It's the different gifts people have. Oh. Oh. I wanted it over there for Mike. These are ridiculous. Just put two up there. <laughs> but to truly be submersed in the Holy Spirit is is um, um, not the display of our gifts, but the display of Christ in our life. It's to worship Him. To worship somebody is to mimic them 100% because you love them that much that you want to be just like them. That's being in the Holy Spirit. That's keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. That's full submersion in, in baptism in, in Christ Jesus. So I have no idea what I'm talking about now, but I think it made sense. It did. I got where I was going. Baptism. Baptism. Thank you. All right, so... Uh, verse 4 it says we were there we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from de the dead through the glory of the Father we too may live a new life amen right yes so when you go underwater right when you're getting baptized by water mm -hmm. right when you go underwater what's that mean it's washing you of your sins you are being buried. You're being yes. buried. Yes. It's as but if it's you're also uh, going six feet underground. No, Jesus yes. died for those sins, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know what? Form. But still, what, to feel it, you know, when di Jesus died, you could feel that you were you were cleansed, weren't you? When Jesus died, you know, for our sins. Oh yeah. And we had, you know, we had to repent for our sins. We had to mm -hmm. ask for forgiveness. Don't you feel them just melt away? Yeah, but that's that's with that's with justification. That's well, not with the water baptism. Either way, still justification, sanctification is all. There's this point. It's all yeah. together. But like the representation of what a water baptism. Oh, okay. Is. Let's do it again. You know, when when you go underwater, justification. It's a representation of you putting your old life to death. Clarification. Right. And what happens when you come? What happens when you come up from the water, right? We are brought to life. What's that? What's that representation? She just faked it out. And you're. She says that's when you're brought back to life. Right. To what life though? A new life. There a new life. Right. It actually, like says they put that on these right. churches, it don't mean anything. <laughs> right. But some people think like it's like, oh, that new life is still the same old me, you know? I. That's what I thought when Orlando I first. said you're being cleansed by God the Baptist. Holy Spirit. Amen. I like that one. Because when I first got baptized, I no still was in my old ways. Right. And that that does happen a lot because most people, they get into that mindset of, well, it was just a show, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so when that ends up happening, you don't actually allow your, your life to actually change. But when you actually do, not saying you didn't, but... When you actually do go into that, you're supposed to go in with your entire heart, your entire being. Your entire heart, your entire being, knowing that when you're going down, you're leaving your old life behind in that water. You're leaving it as if it was buried into the grave. And when you come back up, you're a completely different person. It's a new life. Start over. Yeah, I did not feel that Here we go. whatsoever. There's a new name. I, I think you know glory. why. No, you needed my dad because he'd tell you growing up. You I baptized knew, once. I, I could take you out. You could be baptized again. <laughs> well, see, what happens there is like what you were talking about. When you think that way, I think a lot of us think that way when we, when we don't yet understand what we are fully accepted yet. 
you know? I understand, and now I do know when I'm fully accepted. Yeah, because, like, I... I was 16. Okay. Oh, cool. I got baptized on my 16th birthday, and I think I did want it to do as a show because I was turning 16. Mm. Wanted to do it on my birthday. Oh, that's pretty cool. But you didn't take it serious, or...? I thought I did, but maybe, I don't know if I did, because... Well, like at the at that I time, I don't remember getting, any of it. Yeah, so what I'm what I'm getting at is at that time, right? You thought you knew what you know, right? Mm -hmm. But now that we have gone through the entire process, right, we're starting to understand what true justification is. Yeah. Now, your baptism that you guys showed, even though at the time you might have not known, but now it means so much more to you because now you know the representation that you showed everyone, right? It means so much more at the time you did it. Right? Because now we're walking through the process to get The there. clarification. Right. <laughs> we're understanding. That's it. We're understanding it now. Right. We're understanding it. So, in that, that's the same way that when we are reborn, mm -hmm. right? Because if you come up out of that water and you're, there's no life change there, you're, you're still, like, in the representation, Right? If your life doesn't change, it's like you never came up out of that water, right? You're still in the grave right there. You know, that old self is still there. But until until you actually understand, you know, what, you, what Christ truly has done for you, you know, and you go, okay, well, this should fall in the lines of praise, worship, and obedience, right? Now that new life can begin because once you understand that new what that new life is, you know that there's a process that the Lord wants to work with us to get where he wants us so we can be reconciled, right? With what we went in chapter 5 and verse 11, right? Orlando said, when you come back up from the water, you are beginning a new life, a life of living like Christ. Right. All right, so verse... I want to read this real fast. Go ahead. This is John 1... Oh my God. <laughs> this wow. is John 1. Uh -huh. Nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. John Not 1st John, John 1. John, John 1. 1. John 1 what? Uh, 30. I'm going to wait till he starts reading, then we'll get to 35? John 32. Oh, 32. 1 32. <laughs> because I want to, you know, he's giving a testimony, so we need to start there, okay? Okay. Then John gave his testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. Thank you. That's the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit we're talking about. They weren't even listening. It's okay. I was. I like that'll it. work. I really like I it. He did it to a I said that'll work. You showed me that years ago. You're a punk, Mike. <laughs> Boy, that rumor's flying these days. That's we were talking. We were talking about baptism years ago, and Mike goes, "Check this out right here." And John, he showed it to me. Mm -hmm. Cool. <laughs> 
A little bit of pride. Amen. John 132. All right, so. Verse 5, right? Verse 5. Says, For if we have been united with him in a, a death like the like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his, right? So we fully understand what he, what he did and what that process will do to us when we die, right? We should raise just like he did because of what he's done for us, right? Oh yes, always oh, yes, sir. He just wants yes, sir. I don't want like this is a military school or anything. I know. Do you wanted a reaction? I gave you one. <laughs> for we for we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. Right? Put Amen. It to death. It's the only way it's gonna. The only way it's gonna work. Right? You gotta put it to death. Can't live in it and be holy at the same time. Right? Okay. Wait. Say that one more time. Just can't live in can't live in that old body and be holy at the same time, right? Got to put one to death and then rise, start new, right? What we just went over. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but if we are trying to be holy, but we're still sinning, so we're saints that sin once we're justified. You just keep working at eliminating and elim. You just keep right. You shouldn't wake up every morning. You sh- you shouldn't wake up any morning, right? And go, man! I failed you, God. Right? Try harder. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again. Right? What it is? It's a constant act of repentance. Right? So when you do mess up, you just go, forgive me for that, Lord. I'm gonna try not to do that again, and we keep going. Right? Charge on. Right? Because if you keep your eyes on heavenly things, then you're walking with the Spirit. Right? And the world, you won't be focused on the world. But when you wake up in the morning, you go, man, I failed you, Lord, again. What are you focusing on? The failure. The failure. What is that failure of? The world, right? Oh. What about this generation being? Which one? They can hear you online. So, So, with that being said, how did we get there? How did we get there? That's yeah, what I mentioned. I, you know, yeah. I, I asked mentioned. a question. Oh, she, yeah. Did you was it answered? Remember that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you like, re-answered yeah. it, so that's what I said. Went into the you clarification. Because if you said no, he would keep talking. You had that little thing. Amen. <laughs> did I We're slipping no? her money under the table. <laughs> Say yes. <laughs> yes, I understood. Okay. Awesome. So you understand just fish, right? Justification. You right. live with She's this like, at Ooh. home. I don't get this. It's like y'all. Because he was mad this morning. So or the, I was mad this morning. You were, you were mad. He's been that way for two Man. weeks. I know. Ooh. I was frustrated that I couldn't cut wood right. <laughs> <laughs> My brain died. It was great. <laughs> I cut like six pieces of wood, and they were all wrong. Dude, um, that's hilarious. Yeah. The yes, Lord is teaching I, you some patience. Maybe for a reason. She got it. You got it. I got it. Mm. Okay. Yes, so but it's a future I reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Sorry. but I got it. Every everybody online got it. I know they do. Yes, they did. Amen. It's a different day. Today. 
happened to you like Jordan did. <laughs> you have no idea. Alright, so verse 7, right? Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. So when you put your old self to death, you are no longer you are no longer in sin, right? You've now been justified, right? Which means you're free, right? And what does sanctification mean? Change. To live a God like to be set apart, right? Yeah. To be set apart, and to be set set apart. Do we have to look up the meaning again? No, we don't. <laughs> to be set apart with a purpose means what? To be holy, right? Mm-hmm. So now we got to figure out what our purpose is, right? That's what the process of sanctification is working, molding you, giving you the gifts you need. To do what you've been called for, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So verse 8 says, Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Right? Where's the kingdom of heaven at? In us. North. Right. North? <laughs> That's not north. In us. Up is, up is not north. North. <laughs> <laughs> For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God, right? Found the thing. Found the day Reread that. Yes, please. I say that because I know for a fact. Yeah, there's a lot there, and I was like, I was hoping someone was going to say something. Where are you? See, seven. This is why we need to read it again. All right, so we're in. We're in eight. Yeah, let's start eight. Eight what? Romans six eight. Oh, okay. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we will also live with Him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God, right? Which we are supposed to be ambassadors of, right? Christ, right? So what do we do? We do the same thing, right? We put sin to death and we live our lives for God, right? Sure, that's what we do. Okay. Yeah, we. Everyone following me? You guys are so quiet tonight. It's, it's heat stroke. It's okay. So I think there needs to be like a sugar rush or something. I, I, I like what it, it talks about that. Um, I don't think this is working. Oh, there it is. Um, he he did it once, and so there's no more sacrifice needed. Mm-hmm. And and that also reminds us that um, that uh, we don't lose it. That there's no more sacrifice needed, even though. We keep sinning, we keep sinning, and we keep sinning. It's taken care of. But we just need to keep keep getting up and keep trying to do better. But there's no more sacrifice needed because he did it once. Once for all. For all. Even for those all. that never accept him. Past, present, future. Think about it. The sins that you're going to commit in the future are already forgiven. So everyone's been given a check, but... The majority I won't cash it. That one's a dangerous word. Sure is. It was a joke. Oh, I told you. I, I posted a uh, photo yesterday on my story. 
Mm-hmm. Where he said he paid it all. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a receipt. I don't know this He paid it in full? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you paid it in full. All the ones that you're going to do in the future that's already been written, right? They're already paid for. Think about it. If they're already paid for, it's and still you put not the a reason to go out sins, and do them. No. Right. But you, that's what he here, said. Shall we go on? Right. No. But you already paid for them, right? So when you put that to death, right, you're no longer a sinner, right? But, you're a saint that sins because of the justification. Everyone following Verse 11, it tells us more about it, about our side of it. I was going to go back and read verse 21 of 5. Go ahead. Because it says exactly what it means. What were you going to say, read that? Uh, 521. It says, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And you see, that's exactly what we're getting at here. Is in death, in everything that we put to death, all the sin, all the everything we um, put away with. If we go back and we start sinning at exactly what God saved us from, we're living in death. Yeah, we're still in death. That goes right? back to the first verse that we read. Shall we go on I'm sinning? Get tan back. I, trust me, this is just not having a tan. <laughs> okay, go on. It says, it right says that death no longer has mystery over him. Exactly. Yep. And so, if you if 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 we truly uh, believe in him, it no longer has mystery over us either. Mastery. Mastery. No longer has mastery over us because we we um, it's what we keep saying. The more that sin increases, the more grace increases. Right. The gift that man gave us, right, Adam, was sin. Right or death or death. So right. I guess you would say. But then, when God gave His gift, it would over trump. It would it would trump. Uh, it would trump man's gift, right? Because God created God. God's gift is better than a man's gift. Dark. So if sin reigns, but grace abounds, it would always win. The battle's already been. The there's already we already have victory. It's over. You know. Now we just gotta convince people that that they can have it too, and right? It's a free gift. Yeah, that's what I always keep saying though. That's gonna come up here pretty quick right now. Is um, he said it earlier? We're ambassadors, right? So every single person sitting at this table, and everybody listening, and everybody who claims to be a Christian came to know Christ because of another Christian, because of how somebody was and how they were different. And so if we keep living in the world after we're saved, then we're not completing the purpose we were created for, and that's to share him with others, to, to give life and, and, and victory over, over death, you know? So Because all those people were ambassadors. That's right. I'm only here because of there, those men in my life, I told you before, Paul, they're, most of them are gone now. I love those men. You know, I love, love, love those men. And in a lot of ways, I feel bad that they're not here to see what the changes that took place in my yes. life. Amen. You yeah. know what I mean? And and we need to be that for other people. Every one of us need to be that for other people. That's what that's what Christ did for us, and that's what he wants to do in us and through us. I believe they can see. Oh, yeah, now, huh? <laughs> well, only because they were those people. Amen. 
Check out Paul. <laughs> He's a troublemaker. He is. <laughs> he really, really is. Secret and an instigator. Well, I was rumored Secret the form. other night a total instigator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over what? Everything. Everything. All right. There we go. Anyone, anyone got anything else on the first eight to ten? Eleven? Yeah. You good? You have anything to add? Sure. I'm actually interested. There's ten more. Right, here we go. <laughs> As in, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, mm -hmm. but alive to God, God. Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Sorry. Alive to God. That, in Christ Jesus, right? That, that matters a lot. Jesus. Right, right. In, what, what do you guys think that means, in Christ Jesus? She's I, already am, I answered that on Orlando Tuesday, guys. Said, Come on. Amen. If I can change, anyone can change. Very, amen. very true. Very true. How do you know? Because he said it on Tuesday. I'm saying very true because that's the same with all of us. If Matt can change, I know I can change. Well, if we've all been justified, we've all started yeah. that process yeah. of changing, right? But back to the question that he asked. It's a simple question. What was Christ to God? He was in him because yep. he was the exact representation without flaw. He lived a life on earth without sin. He was in his father, and his father was in him. And now, he's, now he's brought us to be in yeah. them. I'm good. I John uh, 17. I will send it up in your lap. Forget what verse. Did you guys get that? Yep. I actually do. In him. In him. In him. In Christ Jesus, right? Amen. Yes, write that down. And Jesus lived a sinless life because sinless of who his life, father yes. was. And he was, he was representing him 100% in every way, and he was without sin. And, and now he's telling us to be on to God in Christ Jesus. You understand? The same way that Christ was yeah, on to his father, life. we need to be on to his father. And the only way to be on to his father, the Bible says, is that He's the way, the truth, and the life, and no man enters onto the Father but Amen. by Him. Amen. Definitely. So that's, listen, a lot of people think that's you. You're already saved. Mm -hmm. You need to represent Him so others can go to the Father mm -hmm. through Him. Mm -hmm. Right. It, the only way people are going to see God is through you, right? Mm -hmm. You've seen God, right, since you've been justified. So how are people who haven't been justified yet going to see God if you're not living the way that God wants us to live? They're not. Exactly. Right, but if you live the life God wants you to live, they're going to see God through you. Right? You're going to live in such a way that it's the same <clears throat> way that you saw God, right? Let me clarify this really fast for you, though. You don't want to live that way. You want to spend time with Him and let Him change your life to be that way. Okay? Because there's a lot of people out there self-righteously trying that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do pretty right, good at religious it. Over my it. goal is my kids, my grandbabies. Just love the Lord for reals. Just love the Lord for reals and spend time with them. And you'll make all that stuff happen. I got proof. What does he say? <laughs> Seek me and my righteousness and all these things. Be added Amen. You seek me. You seek me with your whole heart. Amen. My full heart. Amen. Our goal is to live our lives like Christ lived his life and when, when he was on earth. Hey. Who's that? Orlando. Orlando. He's mm -hmm. stealing my yeah, answer. He's stealing my role. <laughs> he's gonna be teaching soon. <laughs> Amen. Therefore, do not let you do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin 
as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Was it a lot? Was it a lot? You want to dissect it piece by piece? Do you need some clarification? I do need some clarification. Okay. I, I stand corrected. Like Matt said, we need to let Christ change our lives so that we live like he did. Right. Right. Amen. I was I agree. not paying attention to that whole section. Right there. Okay, so verse 12, right? It says, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. What do you think he's saying right there? Quit doing the bad stuff. But like, <laughs> but you're always you need to be you need to be in Christ. What, what, what he's talking about is living in sin. Mm-hmm. Right. What right. is your What is your body naturally sins. want to do? Quit giving into it. Get some rest. Making those decisions. Well, <laughs> we all know. It wants make to, the change. Right. Right. We all know, and the decision we're all exactly. faced with it. We're all faced with should I or shouldn't I? I know we should. I know mm-hmm. I shouldn't, but we do it anyway. Quit. Quit doing. Quit giving into it. Because it's there. It's crouching at our door. I didn't yeah. give in to Make a choice. There you go. Amen. Praise God. Hey, I know, I in the too. middle of 13, it answers your question. It starts right no there. No spoiler alerts. No, we already read it. Oh, okay. He did already. Oh, we did. You're, it I'm says, sorry. but but rather offer yourselves to God as, in, uh, as though, I'm sorry, but rather offer yourselves to God as though, as those who have been brought from death to life. And offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. Amen? Mm-hmm. So you guys are talking about one end, but he's saying the other. You know, it's like what I just shared with you guys. Forget even trying all that stuff. Forget trying not right. doing it and all this stuff. And just what he, he just gave us the recipe for the first part of the, what he says up here in the same way. Yeah, no, wait a minute. 13. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin. See, you're going to do that no matter what if Christ isn't the one showing you, leading you, okay? As instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness, amen? You just have to surrender to him. He'll work out the, everything else. You know, I, I, when I was, you guys, I could never overcome I'm going to tell you guys, I could never overcome. I tried and I tried and I tried. I could never overcome. And even if I did good for a minute, it just fell into something else that wasn't right. You know what I mean? Sometimes over and over and over, different things, all this stuff. It wasn't until I stopped trying all that stuff because I could never do it. And I just started spending time with him. Just started spending time with him. Just spending time with him. Just spending time with him. All All the effort I put into trying all those things I spent with him. And before I knew it, I would wake up from time to time going, when did that stop? When did I stop acting that way? How did I stop doing that? When did I stop talking like that? You know, how did people become more important than me? You know, and this and that. I mean, it just started happening. That's the only way you're ever going to fix anything in your life is to surrender it to the Lord and spend time with him. And he's the one who reveals things. He's the one that, that delivers us. And he's the one that has victory over all those things. The Bible says it in several places over and over and over again that he's the power and authority over all Amen. things. Yes, he is. Amen. Including us. Mm-hmm. Like Hebrews 12 says. <laughs> Read it. Hint, hint. Um, one and two. Uh, 
Actually, I think I was going to go all the way to. Uh, yeah. Do, 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 yeah. Where it says that his good, pleasing, and perfect will for our lives. Hebrews 12, he didn't say where it was. Hebrews 12, 1. 1. One second. It starts with, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, the witnesses he was talking to was the Old Testament prophets talking about the coming of Christ. And even though they were commanded from their, for their faith, none of them received what had been promised. It, the promise hadn't come yet. So they planned something, God planned something better for us so that only together with us they would be made perfect. And since they, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, the joy set before him. Think about this. The joy set before him endured the cross and scorning and shame. You know, he, he, he joyfully went to the cross because he knew what, he was, what, he, what it meant. <clears throat> scorning and shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, of God, the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful man so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. <coughs> In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. And you have forgotten the word of encouragement that addresses you, addresses you as son. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline. Do not lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes everyone he accepts as son. Amen. Angie, welcome, hey, baby. Hey, Angie. Angie, when will those clouds all disappear? That was one through Man, six. I've been busy, like super busy. And then before you were on one, twelve, twenty-three. Look, Paul's all my sticky notes. Are who brings it up? I see you right here. I'm gonna hit it again. Weird. All right, so here we go. I'm stressed. Oh, wait, Back wait. I gathered that. I've been praying for you. Oh, no. Oh, I got a marriage. Gonna borrow your cane. I'm online. All right, so here we go. <laughs> so funny. She has an itch. Oh, the best. Scratch it for her. <laughs> no, then not a, not a gay scratch. Just right there. Oh, for, okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I can't. Not I, a happy scratch. Only at Community Christian Church. Amen. <laughs> Excuse me, amen. Okay. I, it was very scratch happy. Amen. Yeah. Love your neighbor. Amen. Oh, I do. <laughs> that was, that was Even the ones right giving me the middle finger every time I talk to them. Thanks, Matt. You're welcome. I keep talking to them, though. Amen. Right. Good to see Angie. God bless. Amen. Amen.
And Jackie. Yeah. All right, this is... Where are we now? I'm sorry. Verse 13, is it? Oh, I think we just did have 13. Okay. So we're going back to Romans? Yes, we're back to Romans. Sorry. I thought you were in Romans 12, 1, 2, 3, 6, oh, whatever. That's why I no, quoted that Hebrews. scripture. Hebrews. Yeah, Hebrews. Yeah. Yeah, we would have said major spoiler. <laughs> no, I went and found it. I went and found it because I, I knew I was wrong when he started reading it. But uh, yeah, the true act of worship is Romans 12. I said you. Yeah, we don't want to hit that you one. Did. Yes, you did. No, you did. I just thought differently. <laughs> no. Okay. So, 13? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it says, Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourself to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Amen. Right? So let's take that one piece at a time. It says, do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, right? So so any of you guys ha- have an idea what that means? Oh, yes, sir. You really don't? No, I don't. No, yeah, I, would, like, I just heard an instrument. Well, so, like your eyes can look lustily instead of just your... Right, you so can, you're given a choice I mean, at some way. point, right? Every 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 act you do, right, there's a, there's a road block, right? There's a fork in the road. You can either do your will or you can do God's will, right? And in doing, in doing your will, right... Um, the fleshly desire more likely, right? Because eventually through the process of sanctification, your will will become like God's will, right? You'll just want to, you, it won't even be, it'll be second nature because you spend so much time with the Lord that you're just going to, oh, this is what I want to do in the first place, you know? You're not battling sin anymore, right? So at first, though, comes a roadblock, right? You can do flesh, fleshly desires, or you can do God's will, Right? So in doing and acting in the way of the flesh, you're acting as an instrument of wickedness, right? Because when you do fleshly things, it hurts others, it hurts yourself, and that's just how it is. Jackie says, "Don't partake in the things you shouldn't, things of the world." Not right. you know, you just said too. If you if you're seeking seeking godly things, that's what's going to come out of you. But if you keep submitting to the world, that's what's going to come out of right. you. Right, you become the instrument of the world. Instead of the instrument of God, right? Yeah. I think of it as a, with the way Dad just mentioned it. By the way, we said don't Did bang on get, the table. Just now was right They're there. everywhere. Sorry. I'm like, come on, just, just drop leave the mat. Them. <laughs> just leave them. Um, but, sorry. Just say that when it comes up your nose like me and your dad. Yes. <laughs> no. okay. uh, anyway, back to the study. Thank yeah. you. There's no smell. There's no I just lost my own train of thought. Praise God. <laughs> that was a payback for Tuesday online. The passage of Christmas so. Day. I guess so. <laughs> no. Amen. Let's go to the next part. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, but when we when we decide Sorry. to no longer act in the flesh, right? But we decide to do the will of God because we spend time with God. We know what God's will is, right? Because if you. If, the first day you're saved, you don't know what the will of God is yet. You have to spend time with them to figure it out, right? You got to figure out what the character of God is. Personal relationship with them, right? You got to build a relationship with them. 
once you figure that out, then it's easy to make that choice. Amen. Because it turns into things, I just want to make this choice. I'm not, I don't even want to do that. I want to do the other stuff, right? So in doing the will of God, we become the instrument of God, right? Because our hands and feet are moving like the way God would move, right? His mouth is too right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes sense? Yes. Right? So confusing verse 13, love? Or no? Mm-hmm. You get it? Okay. First of the verse, though, I'd like to go back to nine. Go ahead. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. Christ never sinned. He never, he never sinned, so death never had mastery over him. You understand that? Mm-hmm. So why would the Bible say that? It says it because he drank the cup for us. Mm-hmm. He drank our cup. You know, and remember when he was in the garden? And he said if, if he knew he had to go to the cross and he was over there just like praying and sweating blood. You know, it was it was something that he had to do, but he's like, God, if you can take this cut from me. Right? And then he goes back to his disciples and they're sleeping, and he's like, Man, the whole world's sleeping, man. If mm-hmm. I don't drink this cup for them, they're all gonna perish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when it said that so when it says death no longer had mastery over him mm-hmm. it had nothing to do about it. it had nothing to do with him it had everything to do with us mm-hmm. everything to do with us you and so him in my eye. now he's telling us that, that again I just shared it with you guys but it goes with everything that Jacob's saying he's telling us now that that um, he's the one he's the only one you guys it's like uh, he drank the cup for us, right? And the Bible says over and over again too that um, he knew exactly he he knew exactly what we go through every day because he was tempted with it, but he didn't do it. He's the one we need to go to, to to overcome all those things over and over and over again. You know, it's like every time I find myself doing something I shouldn't be doing anymore, I'm still trying to answer Allie's question because she looked puzzled when she said yes. She was over, you know, she understood it now, but it's like. I forget where I was now because I said that. Sorry, Ali. Where was I? Yeah, the only way to overcome that is the one who overcame it. There is no other way. And that's what that verse is saying, really, is that we have to go to Christ. There's no other way. This is the way. Yeah, he's the way, the truth, and the life. There's, you know, the Bible says that the word was with God in the beginning, and the word was God, and the word, nothing had been created or made without him. Do you want to take it while you have it on your head? No, I'm going to let him finish his thought. I'm done, go ahead. You're done? So, the way I see this is you guys know about communion. You know what it really signifies? Where you take his his body given for you, and you do it in remembrance of him, you, you eat it. And same with the blood poured out for you of a new covenant. Uh, think about it. When you're taking that bread, it becomes you, right? It nourishes your body. It, it becomes part of you. Now, if you're this first part of the verse, if you're going into the sin, instead of having communion with the Lord, you're now having communion with those sins. It's becoming a part of you. Oh, I like the way that came out. It's, it's literally you're partaking of it and it's becoming a part of you and you're allowing it to change your body and you're allowing that to nourish your body. And what, do, what nourishment comes out of death? Nothing. 
It's just death. <laughs> it, it brings death to your body. To your thing, I think the way, you know, you said he never, Christ never sinned. I think the way it's worded like this, because this is like a bear witness. There's, there's stories about people over there. They're, it's like by a witness. So I can see where it's, an, you know, they're saying interpretation. See, well, yeah. we know through now educating that, yes, he never did. But when it's worded like that, I always tell myself, well, you have to remember these are by bare witnesses. Somebody was there in their books. But it was still inspired know? by the Holy Spirit. Every word, not a not a, a right. line, tittle, or dot, you know, the Bible says. So what it really is referring to is our sin that he took on the cross, the death, yep. our death that he took on the cross. You know why Christ rose from the dead? There's only one reason he was able to rise from the dead. Only one. Death, the death, death, the sin, no death, can't, death can't hold life. And there was no death in him, only life. Yeah. Amen. That's, that's the facts. So it was our death that he buried. Mm -hmm. See, and when he rose, our whole faith, we have zero faith, you guys, in anything if we don't believe we're going to rise with him. Right. Why even serve him? Why even, why even be here tonight? The whole thing is about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right, what he did on the cross for us, and his resurrection, his his, his literally raising from the dead. Can I read something that goes with that? Mm -hmm. It's about the dominion. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, you got to say where and when, Mike. Yeah, where and when, Mike. It's Revelations one eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love seventeen eighteen. So it, it is going to tell you one seventeen eighteen. Oh no. Oh yes. Revelation one seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me get there for yeah. like a few seconds. Alpha and Omega Amen, brother. Alright. It actually is gonna say that Jesus actually has dominion over death and hell, you know. So it was a purpose that he went down there for. Revelation This is seventeen and eighteen. It says, And I saw him and fell at his feet dead, and he and he laid his right hand upon me, saying, Unto me. Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. Man. So he has the main over death also, so it's something that we should not fear. That's, 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 that's something else, yeah, that I wanted to say earlier, is that, he, that his death that no longer has mystery over him, and I did say it, right? But it doesn't have either now, right? Well, that's what they're saying, that Christ rises from the dead, you don't worry about him. Our faith is in the afterlife, in him, yeah. and because of that life that we're going to live after, we live now in that life. You, down. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's life, it started when we got saved. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Okay. In my head, Back to Romans. Scripture. In my head right now. Back to Romans. Right. Romans 6.14. Okay. So this is how we end. It says, "For sin shall no longer be your master, but because you, because you are not under the law, but under grace." Amen. For we are not. Love this verse. So, so you remember how I made that analogy, right? Because I was thinking about this today. Um, all throughout the day, this one scripture, this one verse has been stuck in my mind. Uh, you remember how I brought up the analogy of the law and it kind of tying to, it's not actually 100% to it, but um, kind of tying towards um, the tree of knowledge, yes. how the tree of knowledge brought death. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at it, the law, all it does 
just like the tree of knowledge, all it did was open their eyes to everything. Not, not only did they go against God when he spoke, he told them not to eat of it, but they ate of it anyway. What does he say about the law? He says, do not break the law. But every single time we break the law anyway. You see, the tree of knowledge and the law, they're similar. And same with um, the Lord Jesus and the tree of life. Because when you look at these two things and these types of light, when you look at it, the law opens your eyes to what's wrong. It tells you exactly what's wrong. Spoiler. <laughs> I know. But it's, I have to explain it a little bit. Uh, We're almost there. Yeah, it's bad. it's like next, next uh, area. But when you look at it, the law opens your eyes to what is wrong. Because it tells you, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not... Um, do all these different things. Do not envy and um, continuing on. But you look at all these things, but how many of us can even keep one of those? Mm. Like, yeah, I haven't murdered, but I've gotten angry at somebody. And the Lord says that even if I hate my brother or sister, even if I hate my neighbor, that it's considered murder. Mm. It goes down to into depth on stuff like that. And so when you look at these things in these lights, you have to look at it. Everything that the law showed, no one can uphold. So pretty much it was condemning. Just put into effect the babysitters until Christ was revealed. Exactly. Exactly. And so uh, that's why I say about the tree of knowledge, too. Because the tree of knowledge brought death. Now, what does the law do? It opens your eyes, and then you realize you can't uphold it, so it brings death. Please stop, Jake. Thank you. Um, But... It actually does the exact same thing as the tree of knowledge did, even though it doesn't do it directly because we can't uphold it. So then it brings death unto us because we're like, man, I can't uphold the law. I try as hard as I can and I still do all these things. I still see this person down the street or get angry at this next person or uh, do all these different things. I still don't obey my father or mother. Then you read the Bible, pray more and keep trying harder. But back in the Mm -hmm. old day, Mm There was no salvation. There was no grace. And so all it was, it was just condemning. And so if you look at it in that light, because this is before the grace, that's why I'm I'm getting the first half of that or the first part of that first is just the law part. You're under the law and all it is is bringing death to you. All it is is like, man, I can't uphold that. How, How can I do this? So the law is bringing us death. Sort of. No, the law is it, it's you open your, your eyes gonna bring to you. show you. Uh, ourselves are bringing us death. Mm-hmm. It's just our eyes are open to the things we're doing. And even though we strive not to do them, we still bring ourselves death. It just shows us what the death come, what the death is. Pretty so, much. That's what we did. And then no, Jesus came. The fruit, the fruit of life came down. And he actually brought us grace, the justification and sanctification, the ability to come into his life. Now we're under grace instead of the law. Now we're under the grace. Where you put yourself to death. Yeah, to go with this whole thing. I like the way you looked at me when you said that. Yeah, to go with this whole thing. I had a saying when I first, years ago when I was these guys' age, I was first reading all this stuff. I used to have a saying that, uh, and I say it every once in a while now, but. Um, grace isn't a place to hide your sin. It's, it's, a, it's a grace period where God 
gives you time to overcome your sin. Amen. I understand a lot of people try to sleep under the carpet like it's not happening, just, oh, I'm saved by grace, but that's not what it is. He's saying right there, it's giving us the ability to have the time in him to overcome it. Exactly. Or to overcome it. And when you put yourself to death, you're no longer... The sin, the sin has been paid for now, right? Right. You put yourself to death. Oh, yeah. You guys remember Galatians 5.1 when I read that or when I had dad read it? It says, and I'm just going to read it real quick, but it says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now, I remember, I think it was Matt who brought it up, what a yoke was. Because mm-hmm. I asked what one was. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's... it's an egg. <laughs> <laughs> no. The way I actually think about it is instead of... Yeah. I know what it was. Instead of going never, to yoke because we can't again. really understand it because we don't see them nowadays, you know? It's, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Think of it literally as a collar, like a dog collar mm-hmm. or a slave collar, right? When you have that yoke on, it's that collar just sitting on your neck, holding you back. Guy weighing down. Why? Why would you go back? Is it one of the straight collar, or is the ones that electrify? Well, I mean, whatever, whatever would help you get the you one, analogy. The one that's electrifying. But you're missing the point there. The one that electrifies you. Yeah. That's it. But or, or that's what I was getting the at. The whole thing is the, the whole um, fact of it is is you have this collar. Like a dog collar. Mm-hmm. And what connects to the dog collar? It's usually a chain or a, um, a well, rope or something the, that pulls them back. Right? But you have this, now you have a chain and you have everything holding you back. It pulls you, it takes you directions and all these different things. Why would you want to go back to that life where you're burdened by being pulled one way or being pulled the other and you have no choice but to go that way? Mm-hmm. That's what sin was, is your body craves it so much that when you go into it, next thing you know is your thoughts change. You're being pulled by your thoughts. Your body craves things. And next thing you know, you're being pulled one way and you're being pulled the other instead of being focused on what you want to be focused on. You're like, hey, I'm focused on this, but then all of a sudden your mind goes one way and now you're focused on this other thing. It it's it's Bible study. But it's, it's being pulled. It's the sin pulling you. Like you're being pulled towards sin here, and you're being pulled towards that's sin there. That's why you need a personal relationship with the Lord. Right. Exactly. That's why it says in the first half, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, mm-hmm. and don't let yourself be burdened. Mm-hmm. It means yeah. actually go to Christ every single time those thoughts come in, every single time something happens. Instead of letting that collar come back on, you go straight to Christ and you mm-hmm. say, Lord, I'm sorry. This is yours. I don't want it. Instruments of righteousness. Exactly. Okay, before he bites a tooth off with that gum, I think it's Jacob's turn. I don't have anything to say on Galatians five. Nope. We're or, back on Romans. Four, yeah. 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 No, Romans. back to back to Romans though. Because oh, okay. that was going in tied with that whole thing. So. Yeah. So when you put yourself to death and you come up, right? Mm-hmm. On that last word, what's that? Right. Mm-hmm. He was in Galatians again. From, same one from Tuesday. Oh, like look at that. Galatians what four? <laughs> Galatians five one. All right, so that's what where that was. 
Last hit on 14, and we'll go into the next section. Mm-hmm. It says, For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, right? You put yourself to death, right? Now, sin, the price of sin has been paid for because Christ died, right? Mm-hmm. Look it down there. He already paid for it all. Yep. Right? So when you come up from that, right, you're no longer part of the law, right? Because the law just points to sin. It says, you hey, you did wrong here. You did wrong there. But now we live under grace to overcome that sin, right? Because since we believe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm following on. What is wrong? <laughs> it's the instigators. It's not you. What mean? It's, it's. I was trying so hard not to laugh, and you started laughing. Right, I know. <laughs> Those will never get old, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so now when you come up live, come up into that new life, you you're you're not every when you do something wrong, it's part of that old life, right? Because you're gonna overcome that, right? When he starts a good work in you, he's gonna be there to finish it, right? So in that grace period, we we overcome that sin by running to him, right? We're no longer part of. We're no longer part of sin because we put it to death. And since Christ died for that. Yeah, he's the ultimate one to put it to death. Right. Since Christ died for that, we just make that choice that we believe in him, that what he did saves us. So we're no longer, we put that to death. He took, he put it to death for us. Right. And then now uh, we, we live in this grace period to overcome what, the bad things that we still do. Even though those bad things we still do have been put to death, right? Because he does the past, present, and future. Right. So you see how we're saints, Mm -hmm. right? That's sin to overcome with it. Mm -hmm. He does the past, present, future. Right. Amen. 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 I'm learning. (laughs) I like it. All right. So. Ready for the next question? Angie understood. Oh, another question. <laughs> Ready for the next question? Wait, we're going to the next question? Are we doing the next question? Yeah, we're on. Yeah. Why are we Yeah, but it's 7.15. We can read it. We can reflect on it and we can come back to it, right? I actually like that because then we have a few days to reflect. We're going to read Slaves and Righteous. Yeah, because if you think about it, if you think about it, then you might come up with something and bring it to us. I agree. We just kind of keep going. So, so use up all the time. The question. The question is: What's the next question? Let what me then? What then? Oh, we're back to that. Yeah. What then? Oh, Lord, we have a Christ life. Right. So oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so go ahead. No, she's playing. Games. That was the question. No, she's playing games. Read. What then? That is the question. Go ahead. What, what then? then? Tell what me. Then? Well. Yeah, yeah. So, like, from the question, what we just realized, what then? What happens then? Let me let me put it that way. Let me add another word in there. Can we pause? I don't. I don't understand what you're asking me. We just went through, you know. Right. Exactly. But what? What now? And now, you know, we 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 got cleansed. He does. He took all our sins from past, present, and future. So now you want to live how? Well, godly, of course. Right. Exactly. That's right. that's, what, that's then. what then. Oh, that's oh. what then. That's what the then? I wasn't what answering now? it again. I answered it Tuesday. Oh. I was trying to, let, you know. We're trying to get you to that mindset. Is oh. what now? Well, somebody's getting to a mindset here. We're going to get hurt. Shall we? Shall we sin because Sorry. we are not under the law? <laughs> no, but under no, grace. No, no, no. Go yes. let the right. 
Yes. Who's the right? I was going to say totally. Cool. <laughs> By, I no, means. By no means. <laughs> I make that joke. Right? So it says, by no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as an obedient as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves of sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves of sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have been become slaves to righteousness. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Amen. Dang, what a slam, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you wrote the whole thing already? Right here. Boom, boom, boom. Right, we're in the 19. Oh. 19 and 19. That's good. Or a quarter. Quarter. Just as you use to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. When, when you were slaves of sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at, the time, at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. 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 There's a true oh. life right there. Ellie, that deserved an amen. We got nine minutes left if people can type in their prayer requests while we're finishing up. Yes. Oh, what a show off. Okay. Well, you have to say it so that we're not weak. 23. Yeah. And she wants to go in and out so you know we got to be on top of things tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We already oh, heard, caught that. Only because you brought all these cups. <laughs> Sorry. We stopped on the way. Well, next time, well, where's the closest one? Grab Alice and Jacob. Sorry, guys. They are the healthiest burger in the U.S. <laughs> they are. It's also the best tasting burger. And the cheapest. And the cheapest. Mm-hmm. Amen. I get a lettuce wrap. That is wrap. why we are. I don't use the bread. Man. Bread's too filling. Lettuce wrap. Get more meat. So we'll see. So you guys got anything to add at all? So Tuesday will be review. Amen. I felt brain dead. That's right. I, was I felt for brain The reason fog. why I would say something, I'd be like, I hope this is right. So I was waiting for someone to like right. to say like, no, 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 it's this way. But it was just dead silent. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I was brain fogged the whole time. And I what happens know to why. me? What happens to me is I see about ten other scriptures with what you guys are talking about, but I can't say it all. You understand? So I have to just like. Hold the mic and show Mike. Check this out, Mike. Amen. <laughs> or something. It'll go on forever if I start talking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but it was good. I enjoyed Tuesday. Any, uh, Tuesday. I enjoyed Tuesdays too. Was a big long one. You guys got any prayer requests? For Lord to die and pray for your health and for me to be healthy. Okay. There you go. Oh, wow. my goodness. That's a long one. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm not even good at reading. That'll be alright, The whole thing? Say it, she'll write, she'll write it down. Read it up. Okay, this is from Jackie and Orlando. Okay. Jackie and I would like to say prayers. I, I think it says would. Like for Jackie to be kept in prayers as she battles with her diabetes. For myself, that God continues to give me the strength to push forward, considering all my ailments, and be able to continue to show up for church and Bible studies. Amen. For my son-in-law and his promotion, that his promotion holds favorably. For my grandchildren, that they may be going through something that God helps them through it. Our pastors, Matt and his family, and Memo, our deacon, Paul and his family, Mary Jane, Leah and Tina, and Angie for better health, and and for Allie and Nick on their tests. I think, well, we already know that Allie's was yeah. good. But. Oh, yeah, Nick too. Nick. Yeah, we do have Nick though. Mm-hmm. And new jobs they may be seeking. Amen. And everyone present and not present there, that God keep them all safe and in his loving hands. Also, Brother Antoine, and we haven't seen him or heard from him. We pray that whatever he is going through, he can overcome it and return to his family here at CCC, as well as Roger. Amen. Got all that? Got it. No, can you send that to me, though? Sure. Yeah, I'm not. It's going to take me like a good hour to write that in. That was excellent. Thank you, Orlando. I am that was perfect, Orlando. Bless you. Let's thank pa- you so thank much. You. Can we pray for a... I have a test. I have a, what is it? A TB screening tomorrow. Let's just hope I pass it and not fail it. TB. Have you, oh, have, you, have you failed one of those before? I don't know what it is. Oh, it's tuberculosis, baby. Yeah, you'll be fine. I'm What's taking out the Beach it, City it's School a, District? It's, it's connected to penicillin, and I'm allergic nice. to penicillin. So the fluid that they put in there in the test is a penicillin family related. So. I got a speckle thing. Okay. You should okay. let them right. know before yeah, yeah. Because my husband's deadly allergic to penicillin. He has to TB for the school oh, district he? every two yes. years. Oh, never mind. No, I don't have to worry about that. But you, you always make mention of it, so it's on your charts for reaction. Make mention of it. What? God bless us all. What? She was asking what color your hair was. Oh. And they told me it was blonde. My natural blonde. So that explains it. <laughs> hey, 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 really? You're gonna come in here Jacob, like you're that? Blonde? <laughs> no, he's not. Well, I'm dying my he hair now, water he's red. Not. He's a <laughs> He's a brown usually. Dirty blonde. I'm a mixture of everything. Yeah, we heard. Get that I just done. Are we done all? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, so just pray that I pass the TV Okay, that we will do that. Yes, you'll be fine. And remember, tests are just reviews everything you already know in your head. Just don't even let that psych you up. Not even the tests. I think it's more the screening. I don't like shots. And oh, yeah. he says, I God willing, we'll see you all tomorrow it, night. And just so. Lift under the skin. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Really. It's tomorrow at 1 Then you go back and have it, Jack. No, I can hear you. Can you hear? Can we hear you? Can you have a for this one? Yeah. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. Pray for Carlos. Okay. And me. Amen. Okay. <laughs> and she, that's going backwards. She did not mean it. Lord, cover Angie. <laughs> yes, she did. I don't. Lord, cover Angie. 
We should always be able to reach each other. That's harder. We should. Sad when we can't. Any others? Well, man, it's not like anybody can call you anyway until you get a real phone. I was thinking, never you know what I was thinking when I was at home, right? I was putting my bathroom floor in. I was like, all right, time when the time comes, Matt will knock on the door. Never did. <laughs> it's six <laughs> o'clock, and I was like, <laughs> still waiting. Gotta go, Matt. You should have got the vibes. Well, we talked yesterday, and I might look at it before we go to Bible study. Is he talking about my bathroom? No, yeah. he's talking. Oh, okay. oh yeah. And um, I forget. Yeah, the go. bathroom. Oh, you came down he to empty stuff out of the yeah. The tile. Yeah. I didn't get my gas cans. I didn't want to put gas cans in the car. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah. He call me. Usually he calls me. He's like, I actually hey, thought you guys were probably already gone because I waited till after 45 after. You didn't hear me. There was a the shop tornado. Like seven times. Mm. Was Making a, all wrong cuts seven times. We're paying attention, Texas. Jacob. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why I was trying to listen. <laughs> Ladies, a tornado in Tyler, Texas, and it hit a junior college, and oh. there are some injuries and no damage. They don't know any deaths. Oh, that's not a Put your feet up on your Is that the Oklahoma area? No. That's <laughs> Texas. Texas. It's tore up Oklahoma coming through there. And Arkansas. Arkansas too. Don't say that I actually Yeah, Tornado Alley. They were yeah. They move out there because they're okay. afraid of our earthquakes. Yeah, I would rather have earthquakes. They want to see tornado. the tornado come out. I would rather rebuild my house to tornadoes every okay. year. Okay. Okay. Jordan, do you need that text? Yeah. Out, Jordan. I gotta go home. I'll need more than a text message. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lord. You know he my knows. heart. He knows. He knows already. Let's do it. All right. Man, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we just uh, come before you right now. Lord, the funny thing is, is right now, even though Dad already knows the story, but even though right now I'm sitting here thinking and even with the prayers, just my mind goes to what happened earlier today where all of a sudden this guy beeps at me and flips me off. And next thing you know, I find myself praying for him. Um, Lord, right now we just want to cover those people who have come against us, Lord. I think of how Angie got angry, Lord, for just a moment. And even though she jokingly said it, Lord, I just ask that you would cover her, Lord. Lord, uh, <laughs> cover us all because we all fall short. We always fall short, Lord. In every single moment, Lord, even during the study, Lord, we fall short. And so, Lord, we just we come before you and we lay it all down to you, Lord. We lay everything bare. Lord, uh, we ask that you would just come before us and be with us, Lord, as we are getting ready to head home, Father, and um, go off back to work or back to whatever we're doing, Lord, today. And, and tomorrow, Lord, we just come before you and we ask that you would be with us in those things, Father, and that you would uh, lead us onto the right path, Lord. And Lord, there's uh, many requests, Lord, and uh, the one that I'm going to start off with first is uh, Jackie and Orlando, Father, just, uh, you know where their hearts are at. I know Jack or Orlando was saying that he wanted to be here, Lord, and that he wishes he was here because he loves it here, Father, and Lord, that's just such a blessing to hear, Lord. And so we just ask that you would uh, give them both the strength to come back, Father. And Lord, just heal that entire family, Lord, and give them strength, Lord. 
just carry them through everything, Father, so that their bodies never have to touch the ground, like they're always floating, Lord. Just carry them, Lord. Give them the strength, Lord. And, uh, I believe, was it their uh, niece or daughter? One of them will find it for me, Lord. And just be with them, Lord. And you know what's going on in their family, Lord. And everything that's uh, prob- problematic, Lord. And whether it's their son or son in law. There we go. Father. First, by promotion, Lord. You know what's going on, and you know what they wish for, Lord. They just ask for your hand just to show favoritism in that, well, in that job, Father, so that they would get this promotion and continue to have a good job, Father. And we just ask that you would be willing and um, be willing to do so, Father, because not our will, but your will be done, Lord. And Lord, we just ask that your hand would be over the pastors and the deacons of this church, Lord, and all of us, Lord, that speak and just... Lord, be over this entire church, Lord. Think of what we prayed for um, before the revival those couple weeks, Lord. We just prayed that you would just guard over not only this church, but the entire area, Father. Just have your guardianship over it, Father. Think of a blanket covering something, Lord, where it covers it in all areas, Father. Just put your blanket over this entire area, Father, that the enemy wouldn't have any way in, Father. And Lord, we just ask that you would... uh, Make this church a light, a beacon of light, Father, that people would run to when things got bad or when when they decided to change their life, that they would run here, Father. And Lord, just prepare every single heart here, Father. Lord, we ask that your hand would be over um, Allie as she goes in for a, a TB test, Father. Just, uh, Lord, show favor. Show favor upon her, Lord, and just have this test just be completely clear and she'll pass it with no no problems, Lord. And that the doctors, they wouldn't see any single problem in her blood and anything, Father. That she would just be completely clear, Father. And that she would get this job easily, Father. And we ask that your hand would be over Nick as he goes in for a test, Father. And Lord, uh, just give him the knowledge that he needs, Lord. That your favor would be upon him, Lord. And Lord, we also ask that your hand would be over Angie, Father, and the entire issue with her son, Father. Just, uh, Lord, have him come up, Father. Have him come up and, Lord, just have him meet with his mom and that everything would be all right, Lord. That your hand and will would be done, Father. And Lord, just uh, ease Angie's heart, Lord. I know she's stressed. I can't even imagine, Lord. Um, But I know she's stressed, Lord. She's worried and angry and frustrated and all these different emotions, Lord. And so we just ask that you would give her a peace, Lord. Something that seems impossible right now is that she would have peace through this time. But I ask that you would give her peace, Lord. You're the God of impossibilities, Father. You make the impossible possible. So we just ask that you would give her a peace. Wash over peace upon her, Lord. And Lord, just have her have a clear mind right now, Lord. Not just right now, but when she goes back into the neighborhood looking for her son, Father, just give her, keep with her and give her that peace. Just clothe her and hug her and just walk with her as she goes looking, Father. Just be speaking to her and don't let the enemy poke or prod at her and get her angry or frustrated or anything, Lord. Just guard her, Lord. Guard her heart is what I think of, Lord. And Lord, also have your hand over Roger, Father. Lord, uh, I know there's a doctor, um, 
appointment or no it was a judge father that he needed to go see and we ask that your hand would be upon him lord lord uh just be with him i know he's struggling in many different ways lord we just ask that your hand and will would be over him that you would just pour out your blessings upon him lord lord uh right now i think for some reason it just came back up as the thought of isaiah how we're even unworthy to even ask anything of you lord but we're asking these things with sincerity for our brother, Lord. We just ask that you would help him, Father. We're all one body, and where one of us is hurting or failing, Lord, we just ask that you would bring him up. Right now, Roger's hurting and going through stuff, and we just ask that you would bring him up, Father, so that he would be able to have um, opportunities that we have, Father. Just bring him up, Lord. Lord, we also ask, even though it wasn't mentioned, those, uh, we ask that your hand would be over Leah, Father. Just be with her, Lord. Continue to strengthen her body and strengthen the very bones in her body, Lord, is what I think of. Just give her complete strength and renewing, Father. Also, Mary, Lord, just continue to be with her, Lord. Right now she's here, and I didn't hear any complaints about a migraine, so that must be another good day. Amen. Thank you. (laughs) And so just be with her, Lord. Continue to be with her and healing her, Father. Amen. Thank you. We ask your hand over uh, Laura and her... Her son or daughter? Daughter. That's where the daughter came in, Lord. Lord, be with her, Father. And um, Everything that she's going through, Lord, every struggle, every even the thoughts, Lord, the very thoughts, Lord, we just ask that you would be with her in every single way, Father, and that you would just strengthen her, just pour out your blessings and wrap her in your cloak and just be guarding her, Father, all the time, Lord, so that she not only would see your will in her life but at the same time you would just be with her and anything she goes through that you'd be there father and lord we also ask that your hand would be over um laura and mike as they continue i love when mike comes here father and just uh continue to bring them father have them have the ability to bring be here father we ask these things in your name father in jesus name we say amen amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you.